Welcome to Pondering Passages. I'm Kurt Austin, and uh, my good friend David Mullins and I will be talking about Psalm 24 this week. And so uh, we would love for you to join us in that as we talk about what it means. The, the verses are just 10 short verses, but a power-packed uh, psalm. And so we want you to be a part of that conversation. We can't wait to talk to you. We'll see you soon. Welcome back. We are getting ready to dive into Psalm 24. And uh, my good friend right over there is... David Come on, this is, We do this every week, and, and I'm Kurt Austin, and we are so glad that you have joined us. And we're going to be talking about this psalm, which I, I, I think it's kind of cool. 22, 23, 24. It, 25, I really like... 26, they just keep going they just sequentially. Go <laughs> they just... Just like one after another. That's... <laughs> it's just the way that seems to work. So Psalm 24, yeah. a, a psalm of David. So let's uh, let's get right into the meat of this. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all its people belong to him. For he laid the earth's foundation on the seas and built it on the ocean depths. How cool is that? I'm distracted by my shirt. It's pretty. It's pretty jazzy. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Oh my! It, it, so if you're not right, if you're watching this and you just have lost interest in the psalm, just pay attention yeah. to the because it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's wow. Guess I won't wear this to the show anymore. Uh, anyway, I digress. <laughs> it may be one of those weeks. <laughs> Might be. Might be. Okay, so the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. What a great statement! I, I know everything in it. Everything, everything. in it. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, you know, I, I just wonder if he was just kind of, you know, the earth is like, well, you know what? Actually, everything. It's just everything. What's that? What's the comedian that you and I were listening to when we were driving out? Uh, curly hair, Steve. Is it oh, Steve? Stephen Wright? Stephen, Stephen Wright. Wright. His his joke. Yeah. Uh, if you if you had everything, where would you put it? Kind of a thing. Yeah, other um, world's a big place. I wouldn't want to paint it. Wouldn't want to paint it. I thought yeah. I thought verse two was fascinating, um, mm. as far as um, this this concept of building uh, lay the earth's foundation on the seas, and and then built it on the ocean depths. Um, yeah. Did you did you get any insight into that this week? You want to know something freaky about this? Uh, I was I was watching uh, a, a class on how to read the Bible. It's about time. Uh, but they talked about the kind of the worldview of the Israelites and the world worldview of the Hebrew Bible that there's like this watery place and then God put the, the earth and then the waters flowed up from from that. And which goes right along with this, but then completely unrelated, I saw an article saying that scientists have discovered like an, an ocean somewhere within the core of the earth. I did. I just saw that. It was just recently, wasn't it? 
Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. Yeah. Are you telling me that they might have actually had a greater insight into just the structure of the earth than what we have for centuries? I mean, this it, it's really it's really freaky. Yeah. Uh, it completely freaks me out, man, that they would know this stuff. Well, you know, and then but 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 that's been true with so many different passages where there's a truth that is found in that. Now, you, you people are happy to go to the other extreme and saying, yeah, but, you know, I mean, the sun didn't stop in the middle of the sky. That can't, that can't have happened. I'm thinking it did or, now. I mean, if this can be true, <laughs> who am I? <laughs> you know nothing, Dave. That's I think that's that that's the answer to that. Well, let's look. Let's let's keep uh, let's keep yeah. going. So, uh, who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in His holy place? Only those whose hands and hearts are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. Ooh, this be, be, you should have used this for the your children growing up. Verse five: They will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God, their Savior. Such people you, you may seek you and worship in your presence, O God of Jacob. Interlude. What do you think? Thing. Why are you asking me? What do you think? <laughs> Jump in there. I think it's. I think it's really. It's amazing because verses one and two are about this. Um, this God of all power, right? Yeah. Everything in the earth belongs to Him. He built the everything earth on the seas, and now yeah. it turns to us. And it's like, do you think you're actually worthy to show up on the mountain of God uh, to yeah. stand in His holy presence? Uh, what? Yeah, you can be. But man, the bar is pretty darn well, high. The question is, can you? You know, never tell lies. Uh, do not worship idols. Uh, well, hands are pure. You know, they receive. That's what I was looking blessing. for. Where, where his huh? hands are pure? Oh, there it is. Oh, Open hearts, score. hands, and hearts are pure. <laughs> yeah, hands and no. hearts are pure. Uh, this, I mean, I I don't know that it's a high bar. It might be an impossible bar. And, and I say that for a reason, and we'll get to why I say that. But I want, to, I want to set this up that if we think we can climb the mountain of the Lord, and, and this is a requirement, I don't know. Well, the psalmist surely doesn't dangle this hope out in front of us, right? I mean, to say, yeah, all you got to, all you have to do, Dave. All you have to do to be in the presence of God is just be absolutely pure. Don't absolutely worship idols. perfect. When's the last time absolutely you worshiped perfect. an idol? You know, you don't uh, do that. Nope, I never do that. <laughs> For those listening, Dave just lifted his phone up in the air. Um, Which is right here by my side. <laughs> always. Even as we uh, do this. 
Anita asked me she when we got back from the trip. She said, "Would you like one of those smart watches?" I said, "Not after hanging out with Dave. He's flipping his arm all the time to turn, to look at his email and to check his notifications." I said, "Man, was, well, mine was, isn't uh, even a smart watch. It's just a Fitbit." So no, it was driving me crazy. But but I'm, if you could, let's see, you could see do this, right? <clears throat> you could do this, and then they then you would receive the Lord's blessing, right? You'd I'm saying I don't think it relationship. Can. It says such people may see seek you and worship in your presence. Yeah, I mean, if they are able to do this. Oh, this is hurtful. This is I, I can tell is. where this is it going. Is. So can when you, you get to verses seven through ten, uh huh, open up the gates, ancient. Open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors. That's that. What's that? What's that called when you kind of repeat something? Repetition. <laughs> Let the King of Glory enter. Who is the King of Glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, invincible in battle. Open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors and let the King of Glory enter. Who is the King of Glory? The Lord of Heaven's armies. He is the King of Glory. Interlude. So that's the answer, right? It is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. We can't go up there, but guess what? They can come down here. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is incredible for the old Testament. And let the king of glory enter in. Yeah. That's, that's the key phrase, right? Let the king of glory enter in. It's interesting because he's not saying you well, maybe he is. Maybe he is saying, maybe there's an implied you uh, in seven and in nine. You need to open up the ancient gates. You need to open up the ancient doors. He's not talking to the gates and doors, right? I wouldn't he's, think so. Someone's going to open them up. Yeah. Throw those gates and doors open yeah. and invite the king of glory to enter. Yeah. I, you know, it's it really is, is incredible. Uh, you know, three sections. One talks in about just how God has created everything, everything in it, and then you know who's going to be able to ascend that ascend that mountain. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have a pure heart, if you have clean hands, if you never tell lies, if you don't worship idols, and I don't know what their mindset was at that point, but it's like, what hope do I have mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be able to even come close to doing this. And then it's like, well, guess what? He's coming here. Yeah. See, and that's, like you said, that's really unusual for the Old Testament to have that. Well, no, I don't I don't know that it is in in that God was with them, leading them through the, the, the desert with fire, pillar of fire, pillar of smoke. Yeah. God was with them encouraged them but but at the same time you have the story of him saying keep people at a distance around this this mountain right. if you even get yeah. close to me you're gonna yeah. die right uh, the the guy who the 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 ark of the covenant's being carried along and it starts to teeter and the and a guy reaches out to hold it up innocent no big deal dead on the spot <laughs> you know yeah. 
He should have known better. It said, don't touch. <laughs> it's, it's right there in Hebrew. Yeah, it's it is. <laughs> Wet gold paint, do not touch. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So I guess, you know, in the mindset of uh, this people, it would have been hands off, literally hands yeah. off. Um, and yet throw those gates open and he's going to show up. Um, and I really like that. I like the, this really does feel like a song, right? Or a very beautiful poem, the way it it repeats verse seven and eight, and then nine and 10, kind of a a similar um, statement, uh, emphasizing the power of that statement. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's, it's beautiful. The message, you know, what he's done here, uh, And, and it really is, I think, a, a foreshadowing, uh, you know, the incarnation with Jesus stepping into the world that, you know, he had a hand in creating, Yeah, you know, everything in it. Uh, yeah. Honestly, you know, this is one of those that you can read in a New Testament context. You can read, you can, you can take an Old Testament passage and really then uh, put in uh Jesus as Lord and King and inviting him in, you know, you're opening up your heart and you're inviting him in. You could really translate that very, very well. Um, Yeah. Because it, because it's true, you know, and we run into in the Christian tradition, we run into a danger of um, seeing ourselves as less as worms, right? We are, we're just, we're just the lowest of the low. And that's the beauty of the the Christ story is that in Philippians, it says this, right? I mean, even though he saw he was equal with God, he, he made him, he humbled himself to be like us, right? He, he, he was like us. And that's, we just read that this week in our small group, Philippians chapter two, if you're interested, Philippians chapter two, verses one through 11 is, is Christ showing us how to live together. And this passage also shows us how to live in the presence of God. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's small and mighty small. We could probably spend a couple of hours actually on it, but we're, we, uh, I think it's just, we've touched it just perfectly. I think so too. All right. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us this week, for being a part of the conversation. Um, I think it's uh, by now, if you've seen any of our shows, you know that there's a beautiful PonderingPassages.com that you can go visit. There's there's also, uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube is where our videos uh, originate, but you can also see them on our website by itself. So we would love for you to be a part of that and uh, come back in a week. And we'll be talking about Psalm 25. And um, our, our goal is to read it every day for a week and then come back and talk about it. We'd love for you to be a part of that conversation. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are as well. So we'll see you in a week. Have a blessed, blessed week in the meantime. Well, then let's get started. Let's... Let's get it started. Yeah, let's get it started. Oh, it's too early for that.
There you go. All right, so you have six minutes to tell me what happened this week that made it such a bad week. Well, the funeral of the guy that committed suicide didn't help. And that was really the main thing because then it pushed all my my other stuff. Ended up delegating uh, actual some some several things. So I guess that was that's okay. That's a good thing. All right. Yeah, yeah. Which I wouldn't normally do, but uh, I just I don't know. Uh, it, it, it felt better after I did it. So I'm trying was to it? see if I can change my camera stuff. Well, don't worry about it. Talk to me. I am talking to you. Uh, I can't do it when I'm using the camera. So what, um, so how did that funeral go? Was it, was it just horrendous? Uh, I mean, it's hard. It's hard for me to know. I mean, we, we got through it. You know, the people didn't want to leave the, the funeral home. Then they didn't want to leave the uh, graveside. Mm. Uh, so it was, you know, it was close casket, of course, which was probably better uh, because a lot of times when stuff like this happens, you know, people start freaking out when they're needing to leave for the last time. <clears throat> so, so. So yeah, I had gone over last Friday to talk with the family. So I spent some time talking with them and and stuff. And uh, you know that I had, I'd expect this week to be rather light because I don't preach on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But then adding this in, you know, it just kind of you know, and then trying to deal with it mentally and emotionally, what he did and, and just how that's going to you know affect the family. Oh, and then I had another lady that was. Uh, going through surgery on Tuesday. And she said, I had, I had people I was going to meet on Tuesday. I had the, the, the viewing on Tuesday, late Mm -hmm. afternoon, uh, had, uh, yeah. So my afternoon was basically taken off and I taken up and I wanted to visit this guy that's going through rehab. He just got there last week and, uh, I, I wanted to go by and see him because I didn't think I wanted to do it at the end of the week. And I talked to this lady on Monday and she goes, you know, Dean would really appreciate a visit. Of course he would. Yeah. And it's like, and you hate doing this. And I said, Oh, I said, you know, my tomorrow, tomorrow is just cause she was going through a three hour surgery, which I have not been going beforehand mm-hmm. because for one, I, I don't even think they want you to. Uh, and, and I usually connect with the family then, but I've been calling them like the night before. And that's what I was doing with her. And I said, I, I really don't know. And so I delegated, I told you those five things. And I thought, you know, it's 10 o'clock. I think I can get over to the hospital, find him, visit with him. Her surgery isn't over until 11. And then from there, the guy I was going to visit was on the same side of town and then I can grab something to eat to go back to the other side of town to meet this other guy, which will take me up to just about when I need to leave to go to the funeral home. And I told Dolores, I said, the problem with that is as I'm meeting with folks, I hear ding, ding, buzz, buzz. And so the world doesn't stop 
<laughs> yeah. The world doesn't stop just because you're right. engaged something. And so then you yeah. get home, you got all these notifications and it's like, I don't even feel like dealing with any of it. Oh, and then Tuesday night we had small group over here in the evening. And Monday I had my PQ group in the evening. And so, uh, yeah. And then, and then yesterday, yeah, yesterday well, it was the funeral. And then we had a trunk or treat in connection with our food pantry. Okay. And so it's just like one thing after another. Oh, and then Sunday, uh, the DS had asked me to speak at the charge conference in Nashville, Indiana. So after church, I don't, I didn't, did I tell you this about no. that? And so she asked me last Sunday when we had charge conference at our church, Oh, okay. I was, I was already, I was already sharing. She goes, or maybe she asked, she, Oh no, she asked me before that. She said, well, then can you come the next week and, and do the same thing at Nashville? <laughs> well, I'd like to do something other than going to church all day and then spending an hour driving over to Nashville only to spend another hour driving back. That's that so said, great yes. of you to tell her that to her face. I'm I so know, proud of you. I know. <laughs> but anyway, but I'll do it. 